All right, so we're live. Uh, Simon, you're doing me a huge favor and actually talking to me uh, while you're on your honeymoon. Uh, thanks for making the time. Uh, I've been looking forward to catching up with you and, and doing this, uh, this mobility interview. So thanks for joining. No problem, pleasure's online. Um, and for background, for people listening or reading, uh, Simon and I work together at a company called Joyous, and he's now at Facebook, and we'll have him talk a little bit about what he's doing there. Uh, but I think Simon's got like a super creative path going from basically a chief of staff role within a very small, rapid changing startup into almost more of like a business analyst role doing forecasting and inventory planning and these types of things with uh, a merchandising team. This was an e-commerce company and then moved into Facebook doing kind of product specialist stuff and now technical program management. So I think this is like a super cool path you've you've taken and maybe we can break different pieces of it down uh, as we yep. talk through it. But maybe to start, why don't you tell me like let's uh, share a little bit about your current role. What's it called? What are you doing? Yep. And let's let's start there. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm Simon. I uh, work as a technical program manager uh, at Facebook. I manage, I work with a team of engineers, uh, designers, product marketing uh, to build internal solutions. Uh, Facebook is a big company and uh, there's a high demand for uh, for folks within Facebook to um, to debug issues. So, and um, I, we, we build tools that serve the sales and support orgs uh, at Facebook. That's awesome. And that's not what you started as in Facebook. So what did you, what did you move when you joined Facebook? What did you join? Yeah. At? How did you transition into program management? Yeah. Uh, so I started as a product specialist on ads delivery. Uh, and when, you know, ads, so what I uh, work is think of, you know, you uh, support works uh, kind of like a funnel where, you know, you have your, frontline agents and I'm basically the one like right the layer right before it gets to an engineer. So you really understand like the ins and outs of the product uh, and ads, ads product on Facebook. And so you really try to demystify the misunderstandings try, uh, of uh, if a salesperson, uh, if a client has it, has actually contact sales, sales contact uh, support with Facebook. So usually tell you either tell people, hey, this is not, uh, this is expected, it's not a bug or if it's a bug, you flag it to engineering. And, and that's just to support the operational piece of it. The 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 the, the key is to uh, aggregate those uh, insights, the pain points, and then you surface it up to uh, product boards and say, hey, um, this quarter we had this uh, this many issues regarding to this aspect of the product, and so hopefully that leads to uh, some product improvements there. Uh, so that's my role. Uh, that was my role as a product specialist. And, um, how I transitioned to to a TPM at, at Facebook is like you know, in, in support you also use a bunch of tools. Um, and I, I use, you know, when I use the tool that, um, and, and as a product specialist, I find, you know, there's a lot of room for automation. You know, you based on the, uh, based on the support issues that come in, it's like, hey, I'm thinking about, hey, this stuff can be automated uh, instead of, you know, relying on, on someone to respond uh, manually every single time. So you work with the engineering team, you develop relationships. It was very informal. At, at first, and then gradually became formal, and then and then the headcount opened, and then I and then I uh, was able to uh, jump on board. So uh, it, it wasn't uh, as uh, like you know here's a, here here's an opening uh, it, it, and apply. It was more of like here, here is the project in itself, and then it gradually like, the scope expanded to a point where there's a headcount that would uh, uh, for you, you know, to jump into this. 
That's great. So, I mean, it was literally as, as things grew, even in a company the size of Facebook, you had the opportunity to transition into a role that was being created and, and they were, uh, you know, had the foresight to kind of look inside first uh, for people who could fulfill that. Yep. That's Absolutely. awesome. And it sounds like almost, um, you know, the program management role you're doing now, I mean, a lot of that, like I, we've seen this and we see this in a lot of companies where I feel like program management and some, like to me, project management's always this kind of skill set that a lot of um, functions need. And yep. program management sometimes in some companies is like uber project management. And in others, it's almost this combo of project and product management, which it sounds like you're yeah. doing like some product management for internal tools that you were yep. you know, servicing yeah. before in the specialist role. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So for us, we're more. Uh, uh, we work closely. So in a traditional program management role, uh, at Facebook, you may not be in working as close with engineers. But for the tech TPM role, you're you're kind of like the the person who's driving the product vision, um, the product strategy, you're interacting with the end stakeholders. Uh, you're aggregating on the feedback, um, and you're running you're running sprints every week. You can you you not only have to be responsible for the vision, but you also have to be able to dig into the details and actually um, tell the engineers like okay, here, here's how you is how you solve this. Um, so it's it's um, it, it's a pretty broad role. But then um, you know how you succeed is you, know, you have to dig deep into the, the, the startup experience at Joyous. It's like you, you you wear multiple hats, and in this role, in this TPM role, you do wear multiple hats uh, depending on, on on the need at that time of day. Yeah, that's awesome. So in in the Facebook experience where you've transitioned between this product specialist and technical program manager. Um, what kind of skills or experience gaps did you need to close? Like you knew a lot of the product stuff, but like what what did you kind of need to learn to feel like you were starting to to master what you're doing now? Yeah. Um, so from the product specialist to TPM role, um, I, I, and I think you have to get out of the uh, operator, operational mindset to a more of a long term uh, vision mindset and be able to uh, think about issues before they uh, arise. Um, but that product specialist. Uh, experience just just you know uh, supporting cases uh, and also trying to look at the insights uh, day in day out um, yeah, it, it was it was really helpful and then but then before that um, you know you, you do require there's there's hard, I mean the soft skills and hard skills the hard skills is you know be comfortable with data uh, and be able to tell a story like everything at Facebook revolves around uh, you can have an opinion but if you can back up that opinion with data then then you have you know, it's much easier to convince someone else. Um, so on that front, um, you know, I, I, I really needed, like back in 2017, I started, you know, taught myself SQL, uh, basic Python, and, and uh, you know, t t uh, glad like Joyous was able to, you know, fund uh, my part-time course uh, uh, with General Assembly. So that really helped me, uh, like brush up a lot of the, um, the data analytics piece for me to get that product specialist role. And then, um, able to solve one problem and the next and the next yeah yeah that's great so like that that data and critical thinking i think sounds like it's been a pretty common thread for you um as yep. you've been as you've been building stuff up um so let's let's shift gears like a little bit to even like before facebook um so like i met you at at joyous and um you were definitely like the swiss army knife in a 60 person yep. company where um you were like I don't know what the right title was at this point, like EA, EA to the CEO, like chief of staff, basically um, kind of like helping run the physical office and then like doing this myriad of tasks that were anything from, 
you know, inventory planning and, and those types of exercises to just like where we needed hands on, on product things. And I'd say if it like probably towards the end, I mean, I don't remember what your, what your title was at that point, but I know you had moved into that data role, um, yep. which was very much kind of inventory forecasting and planning and strategic scenarios, um, which came out of uh, doing bolstering some of that data work, but you, you kind of had the raw skills going into that. So can you talk a little bit about just like, talk about like where you, cause that was your first job out of college, right? My first job out of college and yeah, uh, I mean, being out of college for a lot of people, it's like, you really don't, not a lot of people know what they're doing out, out of college. And it, it, it takes that first couple of years is, is, is where you actually uh, try to find your ground. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, t so talk a little bit about that. Cause I mean, I think one of the beauties of, you know, a startup environment amidst all the chaos that can exist is you do get to wear a lot of hats. And if you're hungry, which, I mean, I know you, like you were hungry, you're, you're able to pick up a lot of things, try a lot of things that sometimes in bigger companies, like, you know, it's a big risk to go do those things and there's a big commitment. Um, so talk, talk a little bit about just like kind of where you started at Joyce, kind of what you were doing and then how that evolved to kind of what your end role there was before transitioning to Facebook. Uh, you know, I graduated from Cal in 2014, uh, didn't know what I was going to do. Uh, so I, I, uh, saw a job opening for EA to the CEO. And at first I was kind of hesitant because, you know, the, the EA job didn't, didn't really seem intellectually stimulating. I mean, you're just managing, um, calendar and running the office. Um, <clears throat> but then, uh, I looked at like, uh, who was uh, reporting into? So you know, I, I, I kind of figured like you know, it's it's a good learning experience you know to report like under a founder and and be able to be, be really see like how someone's able to run a company. So I take that I I, I look past like the daily job responsibilities. I, I think of it as like when you're new, you know, you you're, you're given a problem to solve, and then if you solve that, it earns you the right to solve the next one. So uh, the way I see it is like once I jumped into joyous I, I managed calendar for two execs um and then i started able to do more responsibilities like in, initially it was um it, it it was like you know helping finance uh uh like sort out invoices um and then uh we had an influx of, of customer service needs in, in the fall and so I, I i did that uh processing returns and so in, in a startup like you know you, you never you can go with a mindset like that's that's not my role but then in the startup the beauty of it is like hey this is a critical need. Uh, they need hands right now. I'm going to jump in. So that was perfect. Um, it was able to get like exposure, like from running the office to running the uh, execs calendar to to get exposure to customer service, uh, all aspects of it, operations uh, of how fulfillment works at Joy's. Um, it was kind of like the, the uh, a learning opportunity that like exceeded like beyond my expectations uh, coming out of college. Um, and then you know in 2015. You, you, you jumped into merchandise planning. Um, so it, it's, it's the concept of uh, you do one thing well, you solve the next problem, and then you do the next thing. And so merchandise planning got into, you know, that's when I started being really comfortable with Excel. Uh, learned, uh, like, uh, I mean, of course, along the way, there, there, there are people who told, told me how to, how to do things as, as well. And just, you know, I, I don't have in, like merchandise uh, background knowledge, but that, that was, I, I kind of try to leverage that as my strength in, in terms of like trying to see things in, in with, a, with a new, in, in new lens. So, so that was, uh, yeah, that, that's, that sums up. And then overall, I, until the, at the end, it uh, got exposure to more data analy analytics role and then ultimately that's my, 
uh, throughout this year. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I think, uh, you know, titles sometimes are proxies for things and sometimes in startups, they are just not reflective of the role. And I think the hard thing with startups too is like, as startups grow, it's look the role you're in ends up growing too, which is what makes leveling and some of these things so hard sometimes when things are just so uh, malleable, um, you know, you're yeah. kind of going through this, this state. So like, yeah, I, I feel like you've got this crash course in like literally every part of the business, uh, which then, you know, I think gives you like a level of, of empathy and understanding that you're able to carry into any task that you're, you're kind of taking on. Uh, yeah. And I remember when we talked about the data thing, it's like, yeah, like you're, <laughs> you're already doing all this planning. Like if you want to, if you want to put some more tools in the tool belt, like, you know, the company's going to benefit from that. Um, and I just remember you coming out of that and we started doing a lot of forecasting and all kinds of cool stuff. So, um, yeah. you know, I think you definitely were one of these people that just totally excel in an environment like that. Um, tell me a bit like, so obviously going from an environment like that into something like Facebook, like first let's talk about kind of, you know, how did you find the product specialist role and like kind of what did you need to kind of overcome to like skill or experience wise to get into that? Or did you have most of kind of what you needed and it was just called something else? Like, how did you make that shift first? Yeah. Uh, I mean, got, uh, got the Facebook world to refer off from a former, former joyous employee. So that, that was great. Um, but then the skills, the, um, like onboarding at Facebook was a, like drinking from a fire hose, but then you're used to that kind of environment in mm -hmm. the startup anyway. So that wasn't, that big of a challenge so you're used to a lot of information overload but then um, the skills is be able to um and i think the hard skills i don't think in retrospect it wasn't like that hard to fill the gap i think it was like after the the uh you know the data stuff at, at joyous i felt uh, really really comfortable um and then it gives me the foundation to learn from others. It's like, okay, I see some complicated SQL query. I wasn't, you know, I didn't get that exposure at, at Joyce, but then um, I, I got the fundamentals down to the point where I know exactly what they're, they're, they're doing. I can interpret this query. And then uh, over time I got more comfortable with it. Um, so that's like the hard skill that it, it wasn't that hard to like build a gap for. Um, more, I think the challenge was also the, the soft, soft skills. It's like, you just interact with way more people, uh, in a, in a, in a company. Uh, but then again, it's, you kind of like dig deep into that startup experience and, and be like, Hey, you know what? I wore multiple hats before I'm wearing one hat, um, right now. <laughs> and, and it's already like a lot of different, so I'm, I'm already used to that. So, um, it was a pretty, it was a pretty smooth transition. Um, so it wasn't very anything out of ordinary, and it also helped that I was working on a. And luckily, I was working on a product in ads delivery, which is uh, very data driven uh, uh, within Facebook. That's great. Um, so, kind of shifting gears for what you're doing now in technical program management, um, yep. what what attribute do you think is most important in your new role that people don't typically associate with it? So it might not be a bullet point on job description, but it's absolutely something that's critical to being good at this role. Yeah. Uh, the ability to adapt and, and learn, um, is, and I think it makes it with like a little bit of curiosity and, and just the mindset of questioning the, the status quo. I don't think you can put that on a, on a resume as a skill, but, um, I think that's what it takes to succeed in, in any role. It's like you really, really have to be curious about something, about why something works the way it is, and then, and then see how it can be better. 
Um, and I think that's the, that's the secret ingredient. Otherwise, <clears throat> you know, you're, you, you need that kind of mindset in order to have a vision for, for what things should be. Uh, and then you, even though you don't have the resources today or, or, or tomorrow, even, uh, it's something that can happen in a couple of years. So, um, but then you really have to like have that mindset of, of, of being curious about things. So, um, I'm always curious about how others do their jobs and about how other product managers solve problems. So, and getting visibility into that is it, it, extremely helpful. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's great. I mean, that's obviously a, a great, um, I think, uh, like skill or just kind of intuition to have as as someone who who builds things. Um, you know, really understanding how those things work, how someone does their job and, and kind of the empathy around where the pain and kind of opportunity is with it. Um, if you were hiring somebody for your role, what would you yep. look for? Um, I would actually look for their ability to question why they, you know, it goes back to curiosity. Like, yeah. um, if you're curious about something, then you're always questioning um, things, how, how it works. So you're, you're bringing new perspectives. You don't, you definitely don't want to hire someone and tell them, hey, here's the job and, and, and do it. You want them to uh, bring new ideas to the table and, and ultimately make the product better. And and um, I mean, I would definitely hire someone who's smarter than me. Uh, so um, it, it's, but then you also have to have that uh, curious mindset. Um, and I think now, like, it can potentially be uh, like very interviews and jobs. We're looking for that could be very transactional. It's like we're all looking for a certain pay or a certain title or a certain role. But then um, you know, you look beyond that, and, and I think the best people are the ones who are very excited about solving that problem. Yeah, so. yeah, that's great. I think I've noticed too with people who just really have a knack for product. There's almost like a humbleness too, and just knowing that you don't know the answer yet. And the curiosity yeah. is a big part of finding it. Um, because yeah. if you go in thinking, you know, you're, you're yeah. likely not going to arrive at the right answer. Yeah. Even today, it's like, um, even the product that, that we manage, it's, there's always pain points to it. Uh, it's not perfect. Uh, I mean, we, um, it, you, you see successes here, but then ultimately it's like, you know, you, you, you really, you have to test and iterate. And go back out there on the on, on, on the field. So, and also building the empathy for for, for the customer, for the end user, is, it's really important. Um, and 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 I think being in uh, kind of like leveraging that joyous experience in customer support, uh, and, and just being and like get your hands dirty, uh, and really helps you develop uh, that empathy for uh, for the end user, for the yeah. end client. Yeah, that's great. Um, so last question, let's break this into two parts because I, I think um, I, I'll make this like a part A and a part B because I feel like you've, you've got such a cool path into what you've been doing and I'm super proud of <laughs> the path you're on yeah. right now on Facebook. It's awesome. Um, let's start with advice you would give. So let's just kind of break the roles down. What's the advice you would yeah. give to someone in more of like a customer oriented role that's wanting to move do a similar move into something that's more kind of program product related. What advice would you give to someone wanting to kind of make that specific transition? Yeah. Uh, you know, you, it's, you have a lot of advantage. You speak to clients every day or you have, the, you have that empathy. So, um, this, this is where it, this is where like, if you're, if you're in a customer service or, or oriented role, 
uh, it really helps you gain empathy for for um, for the user. Uh, so when you're building products, you understand like how do you tackle those pain points. Like if I'm a customer service, hey, I would resolve my client's issue based on this. Okay, then now can I build a can I build a solution? Can I automate it? That's that's the next step uh, in, in in building great products. Um, that's great. And then, then for you, like, I think just for anyone who's about to graduate, has graduated, is just getting started, um, yeah. doesn't know what they want to do. Uh, yeah. what, what advice would you give somebody? Uh, I would tell them, don't join a big company um, because you're more restricted. I would, I, I think, uh, now I think back, I mean, I mean, I'm having fun now, but then when I think back to those, like, joyous days, it's, it's really... Um, there's a lot of freedom. I mean, the work was, it was, it was I, I, being at a startup, you're never mentally kind of exhausted unless if, if the environment is there, you're, you're kind of like, you, at the end of the day, you're just physically exhausted, but then you, you, you get some sleep, but then you're very excited to go back to work the, the next day. And that's how I felt. So I would highly advise a new graduates to explore. Don't, don't, don't chase the title. Don't chase the name. Don't chase the, the, the big uh, company names. And even though it's, it, it, I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with that, but I think, um, you'll be really well-rounded if you get that initial startup experience and just get your hands dirty, wear multiple hats, solve problems. And then, and then, and then you can, I mean, the, the roles at big companies will always be there. That's the thing. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I think that's super insightful. I think people get so hung up on just the, the immediate career ladder they're climbing when like, what if you pick the wrong ladder? <laughs> like, uh, you know, you're not saving yourself. You're not getting any head start if you pick the wrong ladder. Like I've definitely found in my career, like the, my first seven, eight years were kind of figuring out what I didn't want to do. And luckily, like, I think similar to, to you, you know, I just kind of leaned on being as technical as possible and just trusting the rest would get figured out in the right, the right environments. And uh, startups can definitely definitely provide that. I, and I, I think also just, you know, I, I don't know how this is at Facebook, but you know, the ability to even just try things on the side, right? Like changing a job, such a big leap that, uh, you know, if you can get exposure, just doing that extra five hours to help a team out or something that you're curious with. Uh, I just feel like most places people need a hand no matter what, even if it's informal. And it's a great way to kind of get to test something without totally committing a big chunk of your life to it. We, we do it pretty well here at Facebook, but again, since it's such a big company, there is some structure to it. So it's not like in a startup where it's like, hey, um, you know, you need help. Okay, and next, you know, today I'll, I'll just spend half my time with, with, with CS and, and, you know, handle that influx of, of volume of tickets that, that's coming in. Yep. You don't really just get to do that at a big company. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, well, this was great, man. I really appreciate the time uh, you're dialing on your vacation to uh, to talk about career yeah, no development with me. Uh, anything you want to plug before we're done? Any hiring oh. on your team? Anything? Uh, no, 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 no shameless plugs. No, all <laughs> good. This is all. This is all about you know how how helping you out. You know. It's, well, I appreciate it. Doing this. Well, it was good. It was good catching up, Simon. Thanks for the insight. Uh, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Thank you.